0: Hey guys, welcome to the Killing the Tea podcast. This is Gare
1: and Kate,
0: and we are going to be discussing all things chills, thrills, and kills. Kate and I are going to be talking about our favorite books tv shows and movies that are in the thriller or crime fiction genre as well as some reading habits and other items related to how we met on bookstagram um, that will fit in with this podcast so thank you so much for joining us and we hope that you have fun and get totally terrified
1: i finally have an icebreaker
0: i'm all ears
1: So I was reading a book recently that had like a decent amount of like police procedural in it. Mm -hmm. And 50% of the time that I see the word uniformed police officer, I read it uninformed. Like my brain just does it. And do you have any words that like your brain sometimes, I think sometimes too, when I've been reading for a while, my brain starts like skim, not skimming, but just like reading the words too quickly. And that's
0: one of my words. That's a really good one. And I'm also dying at that. Um, I'm trying to think. The hardest time spelling, like remembering the spelling of, was the word definitely. Oh, yeah. So whenever I read definitely, I always read it in my mind, defi-nightly. I kind
1: of do too, but just like, and I think it was because I was trying to remember how to spell it in like elementary school. Yeah. Sometimes I still think that.
0: Yeah. So I think that would be mine that I'm like, God, I want to say there was like a TikTok that I saw too that was like somebody. Oh, I know what it was. It was hashtag who remembers. But it was like, like, (laughs) if you remember, if you read it as whore members, then.
1: And I always do. I always (laughs) do too.
0: That's too funny. I've
1: even seen it before harley harley's growling at me we're gonna get through this one um yeah i oh yours actually fits in a lap mine just think they do
0: he does not fit in a lap that much anymore but he's like (laughs) it's like being constrained
1: i wish i could move my camera to show you harley she's literally well that's her head right there that you see she's just growling at me i might have to go get her a bone They've had a walk. They've had three rides. They've been like this all day.
0: See, Murphy's been very chill all day until this very moment, (sighs) but he's not in my bedroom a lot. So I think he's kind of like, like, what's going on here? And I was just kind of hoping he would like chill out and play with one of his babies, but (laughs) he's like, not today, bitch.
1: So you had a really good idea for a subject. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Did I? Cause my brain has melted.
1: I too. I've sweat going down my neck.
0: I. This is such a weird way of describing how my brain works, but basically, um, my credit union that I have my debit card through is just like mm-hmm. other places that you can get a credit card. You get points, and you get to get things through your points, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, basically, my credit union sent me my thing with my points, and I got a fifty dollars Amazon gift card. So I Ooh. was like, "I'm dying to use this gift card in any way I can." And I was like looking at my wish list to see what I would buy with this gift card. And mm-hmm. basically, I was like, "You know, I am adding things to my wish list like crazy so I yeah. thought it would be fun because I feel like with our subjects we are always like talking about books that are hot or books that are like upcoming or it's always like so specific that sometimes I'm like what books do I want to talk about so yeah. I was like if we talked about the last five books that we added to our wish list, maybe a little bit as to why we added them yeah that would be so much fun
1: I think you are so right, and then it's just like it's a very general one. Mine aren't all thrillers.
0: Mine are too. Mine are too. Yes, yeah, all thrillers. I did. I don't. No, mine
1: aren't. Mine are not all. Oh, (laughs) mine all
0: are. I almost had a male male romance, but it was like a very not just. I'm sure the book will be good, but it was a very generic. Like Uh this could this could be one of five male-male romances like you know right so the plot seemed very generic so I was like eh I won't include that one until I read it and then I can shout it out when Mm -hmm. you know I get to that point yeah so
1: I get that so do you want
0: to do you want to kick us off
1: (laughs) yeah I can kick us off okay um so this is one that has been on my TBR well I mean it is like my last five but I'm literally getting tripped up because I'm lying because <laughs> I'm reading it today. So I'm going to restart. I was like, well, I can't say that. No, I can't say that. And I just totally ruined it. Okay.
0: Leave that in. Okay. I
1: will actually I right. love People that. Will just laugh at it. People are um, just going to be
0: like, oh my God, you guys are too unhinged. And I love it.
1: I know. You know what, guys? It's hot. You guys know how we function in the summer. So it's
0: hot and we're having puppy probs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Lots of them while Tyler climbs mountains in Tahoe.
0: Yeah well my dad's at happy hour
1: (laughs) and we're just like there goes my babysitter. (laughs) Um, Okay so the first one that I'm going to talk about is it's really cool to me that I found this author on TikTok And one, she posts a lot of relatable TikToks that I'm like, wow, that's a really specific reading feeling. Mm -hmm. And so I started following her and then I saw that she self-published two books. Um, And one is called Blood Oranges, which is the one that I'm gonna talk about now. Um, So money, power, God. Catherine Cross is the most successful female televangelist in the country. Her congregation in the western suburbs of Orlando is one of the wealthiest. She's comfortable and charismatic in front of a camera, but when her youngest daughter goes missing, not even she is ready for the media firestorm that follows. With her mother more concerned about the family's public image than bringing her daughter home, it's up to Emily, the oldest child and black sheep of their Christian family, to try to discover the truth. But when a strange series of deaths on an orchard farm outside, I said an orchard farm. (laughs) on an orange fire
0: <laughs> I didn't even like notice
1: I was just like that didn't sound right <laughs> oh you're frozen there you are okay I am, you're okay frozen.
0: Jesus Christ now we're gonna have internet problems like what the oh fuck oh my
1: god I know oh my gosh Tyler sent me a picture he has sunburn on his calves okay <laughs> we're all over the place
0: that's so too funny oh my god that would orange- really hurt
1: I know Orange Orchard. Um basically a strange series of deaths on an orange farm outside of town seems to be connected to her missing sister. The case is turned on its head and Emily must face the shocking secrets it took to build her mother's empire. And I'm just going to tell everyone the reason I was tripped up at the beginning is I started the book today, but I really wanted to talk about it, so I wanted to consider it something on my TBR, but I am obsessed. Like the atmosphere, the pacing, the characters. It is so good.
0: It sounds really atmospheric. I love, yeah. love, love nothing more than a missing persons thriller.
1: Yeah. And it's a serial killer. It's both because they're, it's not a surprise. There are two bodies found like right at the beginning in a similar location. And it's the strangest murder I've read about so far. I'm like, oh. what is she going to do? But like the characters feel super real. And like, my only complaint is it's in the hot, humid, oppressive Florida heat. And like, I have a little too much of that in my life, but it's good enough that it makes up for it.
0: I could not live in Florida right now.
1: Yeah. (laughs) No, I could never.
0: I could never. Did you hear about that woman? This book sounds incredible, by the way. And I definitely inspired. Oh, it's J.M.
1: Cannon. I didn't read her name.
0: (laughs) We're we're just
1: Oh, Murphy.
0: Murphy never left. laughs. Um, my cord is like wrapped around like multiple legs, and I don't Oh my gosh.
1: To we are having all the dog props. <laughs> and he's just like staring at me like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Your like whole mic is like <laughs> detached. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
0: god! <laughs> um, this dog is getting so big. Yeah, but he's big, big little. Dog. Hi bud. Like, hey, Hi, I'm bud. Terror of Tiny Town here to just fucking fuck shit up <laughs> on your podcast. Why um, not? Well, I'm very excited because. Mm-hmm. I love a serial killer thriller. I love a missing persons book and the atmosphere and like the setting just sounds.
1: It's creepy. Yeah.
0: Like, I I feel like it's like a prettier version of like a cornfield.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: You know, there are alligators and swamps. It's just like a love and orchard farm. You know what I mean?
1: (laughs) An orchard (laughs) farm, you know, (laughs) it doesn't want to go to an orchard farm.
0: I was like, Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Uh um yeah. It reminds me like I just I think that we're having both like rough nights but it's going to be so much yes. fun and it's going to be so funny for people to like listen to us and our shit. <laughs> over the heat and dogs cuz we're yes. both using our shit over the same thing. But uh-huh. basically what I was going to say is <laughs> we don't have it as bad. There was this woman, 73-year-old woman I read about. Mm-hmm in arizona where it's like 115 120 oh. she her air conditioning unit broke and she couldn't afford a new one so she lived <gasps> in that two months in that freaking heat with no air conditioning and they got her an air conditioner
1: oh i would literally die
0: that's like my happy story of the night
1: that is so sweet
0: but um yeah i so fucking hot i could die <laughs>
1: i I like just keep wiping my lip sweat
0: (laughs) i'm purposely (laughs) not using my like my ring light thing because Uh i'm like no 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 every pore i'm already shiny (laughs) (laughs) um so i do have a segue
1: oh nice
0: um also, I'm really thankful that we usually stick to five books instead of, like, ten. Because if we were, like, one out of ten right now, I would just be like, let's just...
1: <laughs> like, I can't finish.
0: <laughs> we'll try to get another time. It might um, end up being
1: three. We'll see. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, TikTok has been major with me. hmm Because <laughs> I'm getting a lot of recommendations that I wouldn't normally get or me hear too. about from TikTok. So... My next one is from TikTok as well. It's not from the author, but I was. (coughs) Dude, do you want to hear how stupid I am? Do you want to hear how stupid I am? (laughs) Yes. I saw that cord fall in front of your camera and I was like, I almost said I'm so sorry and went to move a cord in front of me because (laughs) I thought it was mine.
1: (laughs) That would have been hilarious.
0: I just wish that we could record these in person together. That would be so much
1: fun. We will
0: um but yeah so I added this one because I kept seeing it on TikTok and I was like maybe this is one of those situations where like you know people are hyping up a book so much on TikTok Mm -hmm. because it's a paid sponsorship
1: ah yeah
0: so I was a little like hesitant but then I added it because I went out to dinner with my Best friend Nicole, who I love so much. Uh And we went out to dinner in Canada a couple of weeks ago. And she was like, I keep getting all of these books on my TikTok because I'm talking, like, we've been talking so much about her like diving into reading and like starting to like take it up as a hobby and book recommendations and stuff. So basically, she has been seeing all of these books on TikTok and she asked me about one. And I was like, no, I keep seeing this all over my for you page. So the book
1: is
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't Let Her Stay by Nicola Sanders. I have not heard of this one. The cover is so cool. I keep seeing it on my For You page. It's on my wish list. Um, It says someone inside your house wants you dead, but no Mm -hmm. one believes you. Joanne knows how lucky she is. Richard is a wonderful husband. Evie is the most gorgeous baby girl. They live in a beautiful house. Life couldn't be better. Until Richard's 20-year-old daughter, Chloe, turns up. Chloe hasn't spoken to her father since the day he married Joanne two years ago. But But Chloe wants to make peace. She'll even move in for a few weeks to help Joanne with the new baby. It sounds perfect, but when things... When things happen that make (laughs) Joanne. Stop chewing on everything. Um, Murphy
1: is trying to eat his headphones.
0: It sounds perfect.
1: Yeah, I actually, when I pulled it up, I do recognize it. I have been seeing it.
0: Um. When things start to happen that make Joanne feel like she's losing her mind, she begins to wonder, is Chloe really there to help or has Joanne made a terrible mistake by letting her move in? And is it too late to ask her to leave? It says it's perfect for fans of Freedom McFadden, Sue Watson, and Shalini Boland. I
1: don't know that one.
0: I don't know Shalini Boland, but I was going to ask you because it sounds like an author that you've recommended or told me how to pronounce her name. (laughs)
1: it's not that one so i'm like i don't know oh that's quite a name
0: yeah so that is my my tiktok recommendation
1: love it tiktok's just gonna keep adding to our lists
0: i also want to say if we have any in common tonight Mm -hmm. my mind's gonna be blown
1: i would say the exact same thing
0: (laughs) so that is my TikTok recommendation yeah so
1: well I have I have another TikTok recommendation actually um so I can't remember whose account this is um but I was scrolling and someone talked about this book and it's not a thriller but the way they talked about it made me want to read it because we were talking about subgenres before this. I think something I'm starting to recognize is like, I love an underdog story almost no matter oh, oh yeah. what genre it's in. So this is called Tomorrow I Become a Woman. I am also probably going to butcher this last, this name <laughs> by Iwanos Odefen Odafen, O-D-A-F-E-N that um, sounds
0: accurate
1: yeah i think i'm close the first name is a-i-w-a-n-o-s-e i winos we'll, we'll see um it came out in 2022 though and it says when gozi and Obianuju meet in august 1978 it is nothing short of fate he is the perfect man charismatic handsome christian and most importantly igbo I am really sorry if I am ruining people's culture reading this synopsis. Um, <laughs> he reminds her of her beloved uncle, Akinna, her mother's brother who disappeared fighting the civil war that devastated Nigeria less than a decade before. It's why when Gozi asks her to marry him within months of meeting, she says yes, despite her lingering and uncertain feelings for Akin, 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 a man her mother would never accept as his tribe fought on the other side of the war. Akin makes her feel heard, understood, intelligent. Gozi makes her heart flutter. For Uju, the daughter her mother never wanted, marriage would mean the attainment of that long elusive state of womanhood and something else she has desired all her life, her mother's approval. All will be well. He is the perfect match. The country will soon be democratic again and the economy is growing, or so she thinks. Um, And basically from what the person on tiktok was talking about it's kind of like she does end up in uh, is murphy even just going off this whole time (laughs) yes okay i think i have to take harley out because she literally just tried to knock me out of my chair so i will come back (laughs) what i thought was really cool about this one like the other blurb about it says it's loosely based on the real stories of women that the author knows and uh-huh. it, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and it follows this relationship between a mother and daughter. It says it's a sensitive exploration of a woman's struggle to meet societal and cultural expectations within the confines of a difficult marriage, a tribute to female friendship and a love story that spans two decades against a backdrop of political turmoil in a fast changing world. And it made me it kind of gave me like Evelyn Hugo. Did you hear about Kitty Carr vibes? And I was like. I might just love this one.
0: It sounds like you will. And it sounds yeah. really good. Yeah. I'm I hope you do love say. it.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: I don't have a segue for this one. Yeah. Obviously. That was a random one. <laughs> um, but. I will say that the reason I came across this one, similar to how you are like, maybe... Because I liked Kitty Car so much, I'll like this one. Yeah. Um, so this is a thriller that I came across. It's a YA thriller, and it's being compared to Scream, but it also has a campus setting. So, mm-hmm. um, The Pledge by Hale Dietrich, D I E T R I C H, and it says it's Scream meets clown in a cornfield. Um, featuring a masked killer who targets frat boys. And Mm. it says, Freshman Sam believes that joining a fraternity is the best way to form a friend group he believes his college journey and his best chance of moving on from his past. He's the survivor of a horrific, world-famous murder spree where a masked killer hunted down Sam and his friends. Sam had to do the unthinkable to survive that night and it completely derailed his life. He sees college and his new identity as a frat boy as his best shot of living a life not defined by the killings. He starts to flirt with one of the brothers who Sam finds is surprisingly accepting of his past and begins to think a fresh start is truly possible. And then one of his new frat brothers is found dead. A new mass murderer, one clearly inspired by the original, emerges and starts stalking and slaying the frat boys of Monroe University. Now Sam will have to race against the clock to figure out who the killer is, why they are killing, before Sam loses his second chance, or even the lives of any more of his friends. So it says it combines elements of horror, mystery, and gay romance.
1: That is like you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is like everything I need in life. As
1: a person. (laughs)
0: It's, it is a YA book so I'm gonna have to use my imagination with some of the spicy spicy yeah but I'm okay with that
1: yeah every now and then
0: yeah every now and then <laughs> well,
1: that that cover is pretty cool too
0: oh I love the cover yeah like I'm really cover. excited I don't know how I came across that but
1: I mean your ago was just like you need to know about this
0: I don't even know if I don't get a lot of um YA on my TikTok.
1: Oh yeah, that's true. Or thrillers. Or sorry, yeah.
0: I just get a lot of men.
1: <laughs> and male male a
0: romances.
1: A lot of men.
0: <laughs> so that is my one that I can't wait to read. Yeah. I have a feeling after this episode when we're done recording. Um, given how it started off for the both of us and I'll be like oh my god thank god we survived and but like you know when you talk up books a lot you yes. like hype them up to yourself in your mind I have a feeling I'm gonna yeah. order all five of the books that I want on my wish list like tonight when we get done. yeah
1: I they keep doing like double kindle points days and so now I just like wait because they've been doing like two of them a month and then I like buy when i get the points back so that'll be me the next time it shows up because the next one on my list i really want to read and you're reading right now called strange sally diamond by liz nugent
0: Uh oh i'm very
1: excited for this one um so sally diamond cannot understand why what she did was so strange. She was only doing what her father told her to do, to put him out with the rubbish when he died. Now Sally is the center of attention, not only from the hungry media and worried police, but also a sinister voice from a past she has no memory of. As she begins to discover the horrors of her childhood, recluse Sally (laughs) steps into the world for the first time, making new friends, finding independence, and learning that people don't always mean what they say but when messages start arriving from a stranger who knows far more about her past than she knows herself sally's life will be thrown into chaos once again it It just sounds so perfectly mysterious and confusing
0: it's so good it's not confusing i will say that (laughs) the plot that they give you that you just read is like the tip of the iceberg
1: i figured yeah because it's really short too
0: Yes, it is really short. But there's like a lot like I could have probably read this in like one or two sittings. And I'm yeah on my third day of reading it because there's a lot that I had to like take a break from and like mentally like recuperate oh, yeah. from. Um, it's a very, very good story. I'm obsessed with it. Um. I am not doing a casting for it because the plot is so complex and unique that I feel like even if I did an ounce of casting for it, that it would spoil Uh a lot of aspects of the story. So I am so excited for you to read this. I'm on page 275 of 300.
1: Oh, you're so close.
0: This is one of those moments where I'm like, you know, Murphy has changed my life for the better. I love him so much he is an amazing dog he, like right. just came running over he's like oh my god you're talking about me on your podcast you um yeah it's like uh fact, you just said I was a fucking nightmare but I <laughs> love him so much but I'm like if I did not have Murphy I would have finished this book before we recorded
1: yeah kind of how I feel about the last two days of my life
0: <laughs> yeah yeah I, <laughs> I was like,
1: like I love you guys so much but can you give me an hour <laughs>
0: well I go through like moments where I'm like when I got Murphy he had a brother and a sister as well yeah and the brother was also adopted and the sister hadn't been adopted yet and I like keep going like do you want a sister do you want a sister and then like other times like when we're trying to record the podcast I'm like I need a dog nanny so I either go back and forth between like do I want another dog as well like so we can have like a little buddy or do I like need help with the one that I have
1: I yeah I get that feeling
0: so but you're gonna love strange sally diamond did so you buy excited.
1: it i haven't bought it yet
0: is it gonna be your next read
1: i mean i don't know yes or no depending on your smirk
0: <laughs> right now i mean i would love if it was
1: yeah it might be like it's definite i it's what i'm considering
0: I bought two Kindle books today and one of them was the Shari Lapina based on your recommendation.
1: Oh my gosh. That's another one. When you said you didn't want to cast Sally Diamond to give spoilers, Mm -hmm. when I went to write my review, I was like, there's only, there's such a limited amount of information that I can tell you about what I loved about it. So I Mm -hmm. even said that I was like, there's so much more I could talk about, but like most of it would be spoilers. So I was just like, just go read it. Just
0: go read it, people. So my advice to you, yeah, when you read Strange Sally Diamond, please Mm -hmm. stay off Goodreads. Okay, I will. I'm not going to say who it was, but there's somebody that I know on Goodreads who posted their review and it was like very like praising, but- there were other things like other books and stuff that they had compared it to that I kind of felt like spoiled the story for me Mm -hmm. because I was like why is it compared like why are they comparing it to like this this and this and then like now that I know why I'm still loving the story but stay off
1: I had had a similar thing I have a tv comparison that I would compare everyone here is lying and I was like nope I can't say it (laughs) it would spoil it
0: that is amazing. I'm
1: excited for you to read
0: it though. I am really excited to read it. I bought that and I bought The Spare Room by Andrea Bartz.
1: Ooh, nice. I saw that someone tagged you and wanted you to cast it.
0: Oh my God, it was so weird. So I was working and I got a notification that Marie Claire magazine <laughs> tagged me in their story. And I was like, oh, what is It was, is even them.
1: <gasps>
0: it was Mar- Marie Claire I magazine. I thought someone
1: else tagged you. Oh
0: my gosh, that's so exciting. And I was like, why is Marie Claire tagging me? <laughs> but it was because Andrea Bartz did a takeover for Marie Claire magazine. And like somebody had asked her like who she envisioned as the cast for her book. And she gave me a shout out and was like, Garrett oh, does so like cool. the best. So like, hopefully he does it. And I was like, you know what? I need to, I need to do that. That
1: is awesome.
0: So, yeah. You're so. I'm trying right now. I'm a little sweaty star and there's a little squeaking elephant in the (laughs) background.
1: Um,
0: okay. It's your turn.
1: No, I just did strange Sally diamond. That's
0: also true. Okay.
1: (laughs) But you read it. So maybe that's why you're confused.
0: Maybe that's why, um, because there was another tangent I wanted to go on with you and I wanted to tell you, but I think (laughs) it's going to be like our end of the podcast icebreaker i guess okay um but i have a book that i just added to my wish list today and shout out to dia poirer Poyer. okay p-o-i-r-i-e-r um she is the author of the book the marriage counselor and she has sent me pretty much like every book she's ever written um we were talking today because she wants to send me an arc of her newest one that comes out and I was like yeah like I'm like I just have to order The Marriage Counselor um because it's the only book by you that I don't have yet and I'm gonna like read that as soon as it comes in because I'm so excited for this and she was like no I'm gonna send it to you like just enjoy so shout out to her she's amazing and I am so excited for this book um The Marriage Counselor by Dia Boyer (laughs) um Mm -hmm. Adele, we believe your husband is missing. As everything around me starts to blur, I go over the words once more. Your husband is missing. Four simple words with the power to shatter my whole world in an instant. Working as a marriage counselor, I'm used to the tragedies that come out of nowhere. People trust me to help them through life's biggest moments. The things that leave you questioning everything you thought you knew about the person you love the most. But I never thought trouble would land on my own doorstep. As I start to piece together our last conversation, desperate for any clues I can find, the cop standing in front of me reveals that my husband never told his coworkers he was married. He's seemingly living a double life right in front of me. Days later, as I search through our home, I discover a hidden box of baby clothes that suggests my husband was starting to build the perfect life without me. My entire career has been built on separating the truth from the lies. My husband may think he pulled off the greatest lie of all, but he is not the only one keeping a secret in this marriage. All I know for certain is that when the truth comes out, one of us will, only one of us will make it out alive. Wow. Yeah.
1: That is just amazing. Just the synopsis is. Incredible. Also, (laughs) I want that couch on the cover. Oh my God, I know.
0: I love all of her covers. And actually, fun fact, she has a trilogy called the Harlow Trilogy um, that take place in Plattsburgh, New York, which is like an hour away from me. Whoa! And I like told her that, and she was like, "I just wanted to find like a really cool place that like was really remote for this story, and um, they're like serial killer books." So
1: I have that first one. I have "Find Me in the Dark" on my TBR. I don't know. Oh, I don't know how it got there, but it's apparently there.
0: Amazing! Someone
1: recommended it at some point.
0: Probably, probably probably
1: TikTok.
0: But yeah, so shout out to her because I have read a couple of her books and I like love 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 them but I just got distracted with like other you know other things and so I'm kind of thankful that I haven't read anything by her in a while because the plots to all of her books that I'm you know needing to binge read
1: they Mm -hmm. all sound
0: so good that I'm like this is one of those things where I think like when the minute like the fall air hits and it's like a little crisp like this is going to be the perfect author to binge Yes, because her Ugh. books kind of remind me of like, Lucinda Barry meets mm. Frida McFadden.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: So She's the best.
1: I can't wait for fall. Oh my god! I know. As everybody knows.
0: Especially today.
1: Especially today. It it's is... like one
0: thing to have puppy probs. Yeah. And it's like chilly, but it's another thing when you're like sweating.
1: Yeah, I've been kind of drenched all day same oh everybody's like cool guys we get it yeah you hate Ooh, we, no, get we, do.
0: we get that you're hot
1: well my next one I saw Steph books in Badgerland post about this one I love I had her not even, I know me too and I had not even heard of it so I mean I'm sure you probably have but I had it And it's called Night Will Find You by Julia Heberlin. Mm -hmm. Have you heard of it? Okay. Yes.
0: I really enjoy Julia Heberlin. I haven't read this one yet, but I really enjoy her books.
1: Okay. That's what she was like gushing about it. Steph was enough that I was like, okay, I need to check this out. Yeah. Um, but this one is about a scientist with a special gift, riles a wasp's nest of conspiracy theories while investigating a cold case in this riveting novel. From the acclaimed and bestselling author, blah, blah, blah. I did not start at the beginning. Um, <laughs> when she was 10, vivie Boucher saved a boy's life by making an impossible prediction. Ever since she has been in a lifelong battle between the urgent voices in her head and the science that she loves. Now a brilliant young astrophysicist, she wants nothing more than to be left alone with the stars in the big bend country of Texas. But the boy she saved, now Fort Worth cop, has always believed she's psychic, even though she won't say that word out loud. He's begging her to keep, to help solve the high-profile cold case of a little girl who disappeared in broad daylight from the kitchen of her old Victorian house. A boy, a body... Was never found. I am struggling. A body was never found. And her mother sits in prison, still loudly proclaiming her innocence. Vivi reluctantly agrees to try. And when a popular Texas conspiracy theorist podcaster named Bubba Guns finds out about her involvement, he spews conspiracy theories about the case and muddled truths about Vivi's murky past. As his listeners spin dangerously out of control and her career and the people she loved loves are on the line Vivi decides to fight back it's just there's just so many things going on but she gushed about how much she loved the character like that was what made me even more interested and cool. I do kind of I also I am like attracted to or whatever stories that contrast like wanting to be scientific and logical and like also wanting to lean into like the emotional magical realm so I'm very intrigued
0: when I um when I saw it, I was like I feel like it was something that I could picture you really enjoying because it has so yeah. many different elements of things that you love in a, a thriller yeah um
1: so, character driven
0: yeah a lot of her books are I read the one I can't remember the name of it right now because my brain is fried but <laughs> the last book that she wrote I, Black I read Black
1: Eyed her. Susans
0: nope no what's it called we I want... are
1: all the same in the dark
0: yes yes that, that was, was very good
1: i need to read that very good i didn't e- i hadn't heard of her until now now i'm like i'm probably gonna want to read all of them
0: there's um black-eyed susans and there's one other one that i think are serial killer thrillers or like her first two books that she wrote and yeah. i really want to read those
1: maybe playing dead yes sounds very serial killer-y
0: mm-hmm right up Ugh, my eye
1: it just sounds good um it sounds very good
0: i i think you're really gonna like it actually to be honest yeah my next one sounds like something that would be like if you liked this book read this one i just mm-hmm. haven't read it yet um nice. now i did cheat a little bit because my next two aren't out yet but they come out at the end of august okay. so um, my next one is Redemption by Debra J. Ledford, mm-hmm. um, and it's the first in a new series, and it features a Native American sheriff's deputy. So after four women disappear from the Taos Pueblo Reservation, Deputy Eva Lightning Dance Duran dives into the case. For her, it's personal. Among the missing is her best friend Paloma, a heroin addict who left behind an 18 year old son. Eva senses a lack of interest from the department as she embarks on the investigation, but their reluctance only fuels her fire. Eva teams up with tribal police officer and longtime friend Cruz Wolfsong Romero to tackle a mystery that could both ruin her reputation and threaten her standing at the tribe. When the missing women start turning up dead. Eva uncovers clues that take her deeper into the reservation's protected secrets. As Eva races to find Paloma before it's too late, she will face several tests of loyalty to her friend, to her culture, and to her tribe.
1: Wow. I couldn't find that one when you sent it to me. So I need to look harder. It didn't show up on my Goodreads, so I hadn't read the synopsis yet. It didn't? No. How do you... L- is... e- Redemption.
0: Redemption. Deborah, but it's Deborah spelling.
1: Maybe. Oh, there it is. There it is, finally. Okay. There we go. I probably searched it wrong.
0: I should probably just start sending you Goodreads links like you do me. I just don't know how to do it. Yeah. It's okay. Cause, you There's know a little
1: share arrow. Yeah. but I also this is the first time I haven't been able to find one so <laughs> I think we're okay
0: but it sounds really good sounds and really it sounds good. it sounds timely um with you know all of the missing and murdered indigenous women and yeah. I'm excited to to read it because I don't know how this comes across okay I don't mind this in- and <laughs> in fiction obviously in non-fiction or real life it's a lot different um, but i'm excited to see a fictional take on this because there's a lot of books that either reference the highway of tears or reference these missing mm-hmm. and murdered indigenous women and mm-hmm. uh i i'm always very excited to read somebody's fictional work when it comes to this to see what their yeah. what their perspective is um and, you know, what they believe happened or what they like feel in their, their heart is, is what's going on because obviously we don't know, you know, yeah. they don't even know how many missing and murdered indigenous women there are. It's the only race that they don't have that number, that statistic. Oh, so, that.
1: wow. Yeah. Hmm. So
0: I'm very excited to read this.
1: Um, yeah. It sounds a little, it does sound like character driven too.
0: Yeah yeah so I'm very pumped to read that and it sounds incredible
1: well speaking of character driven oh this was also I should have tagged this along earlier but this was another one that was recommended to me when I looked up tomorrow I become a woman this was also Mm -hmm. recommended to me and so I think Basically, I am a little more intrigued now that I've had such good experiences with some historical fiction. I think my Goodreads is slowly like, hey, you might like this one. You might like this one. Um, But this one's called The House of Eve by Sadiqa Johnson. Um, Hmm. S-A-D-E-Q-A. So again, sorry if I did not pronounce it correctly. But this one is set in 1950s Philadelphia. 15-year-old Ruby Persall is on track to becoming the first in her family to attend college in spite of having a mother more interested in keeping a man than raising a daughter but a taboo love affair threatens to pull her back down into the poverty and desperation that has been passed on to her like a birthright Eleanor Quarles lives in or arrives in Washington DC <laughs> with ambition and secrets When she meets the handsome William pride at Howard University they fall madly in love but William hails from one of DC's elite wealthy black families, and his parents don't let just anyone into their fold. Eleanor hopes that a baby will make her finally feel at home in Williams family and grant her the life she's been searching for but having a baby and fitting in is easier said than done when their stories collide in the most expected of ways ruby and eleanor will both make decisions that shape the trajectory of both of their lives so i'm just i'm intrigued you know like i do I, i i just i am realizing how much like I don't know, kind of the stories where like it is about, it's still kind of that underdog thing is what I was also Mm -hmm. realizing is like how people took like shitty situations and like how they handled them basically is always, is becoming more and more interesting to me, I think.
0: I think so too. And I definitely see that. That's really interesting that you say that because I've been thinking that about some people that I know. Yeah. (laughs) But like, um, it's always interesting to- to read a a story about an underdog or to see how people handle situations. Um, especially considering I've been having heat related meltdowns (laughs) all summer, because Mm -hmm. it's like, sometimes things just really set me off that are like smaller. Yep. But then when I'm dealing with something large or big or important in life, Mm -hmm. that should be serious I'm not having a meltdown I'm just like I gotta take this head on and like it is what it is But so that's a very interesting story so yeah along with all of of you
1: enjoying like longer spans of time you know and clearly I also like when people explore what it means to be a woman and a mother and how much you're willing to sacrifice to achieve your greatest goal but I do, I have been really intrigued by that concept, whether it's as a female or like as a human, like books that explore like all the demands we feel versus how we choose to live our life is interesting to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Especially with, um, I don't know if it's just because I quit drinking like a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I get like a lot of TikToks and a lot of things about these success stories where people, even if they didn't have like a problem where people were like, my life has improved so much since I quit drinking, since I gave up alcohol. So I feel like there's like always some of those things where people come out and like they, (laughs) they like you know say like well I'm sober I didn't have a problem but I realized that like I'm just happier without it and so there's always like things like that that happen where you see like people really start to like take control of the way they live their lives um Mm -hmm. you know I came over my like dental anxiety last week and it really wasn't that (laughs) bad when I went yep it really wasn't that bad and now I just feel
1: with anxiety
0: yeah. And now I just feel like so much better. And yeah, it like kind of nipped me in the butt to like be like, oh, okay, well, you have to you have to go every six months to the dentist to have your teeth cleaned and make sure everything's okay. Cause if it's not, then yeah. The alternative is not that fun. So,
1: no.
0: Um, oh. So <laughs> no. um okay, my last one. This said it's compared to The Girl on the Train, which I fucking love. Oh my God. So I'm going to be talking about The Followers by Brady Godfrey.
1: Mm,
0: yeah. Um, Molly Sullivan is used to sharing intimate details of her life with millions of followers. A 31-year-old single mom, she has built a career out of fearless posts about parenthood and dating. But when Molly shares a photo of her new fiancé, Scott, she is shocked by his negative reaction. For the sake of their relationship, Molly agrees to remove the post and keep Scott and his 10-year-old daughter out of her social media spotlight. But it's too late. Someone has already recognized him. Liv Barrett is certain Scott's the man who killed her sister and disappeared with their infant niece nine years ago. The police don't believe her, so Liv takes matters into her own hands. Driving cross-country to Colorado, Liv uses Molly's social media posts to orchestrate accidental end quotes, meetings, slowly gaining her trust. Meanwhile, newlywed Molly begins to unpack boxes in her new home and discovers her husband has been lying about his past. While Molly and Liv uncover secrets they have been buried deep for almost a decade, they have no idea that someone else saw the photo of Scott, someone who poses a threat more dangerous than either of them can imagine, someone who is watching from the shadows.
1: That sounds so good. I love social media related thrillers.
0: I do too. I do too. What is it? Following by Kathleen Barber?
1: Yes. I need to read that one still. Oh my God. How great
0: it is. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. I just love a stalker. And I love, I love like social media and thrillers. I love stalkers. I love podcasts and i don't know if podcast counts as social media but i love like a it podcast is. element like yeah. any like pop culture kind of thing like that where it's like yes. instagram um yeah yeah and they're the always so much fun is
1: my favorite colors
0: the cover is amazing yeah yeah
1: this cover was made for me yeah <laughs> me and i
0: i remember like seeing this and i don't know if i like texted you or if i sent it to you on instagram but i was Did. like oh my god i need to read this so i was like very curious because i was like is kate a normal person or a psycho like me because like you were like i really want to read that too so i was like she's probably gonna like this might be the one that we have in common for tonight yeah. but then i was like i also know that you have been like really expanding the genres that you read I have. so yeah. like taylor jenkins read man you were she like really Gare came into my life and made me read all of these bleak thrillers with like horrible things that happen to people and like awful and sad endings and then like taylor jenkins reed was like why don't you take a step away from that and come with me dear lady like taylor jenkins reed
1: triumphant women
0: <laughs> taylor jenkins reed like took you under her arm and like coddled yes. you like a baby and was like let me protect you from some of the things that Gare recommends
1: yes that's exactly what it is and it's like it's such a like mood reading thing so it's like basically every like four to six weeks I'm like I need something that's not a thriller
0: you're like I need something that Taylor Jenkins Reid would like recommend to me
1: pretty much oh yeah I just I just want to read all the things I'm really struggling to want to do anything else with my life again
0: well you know I can't even give you shit I love your I love your relationship with Taylor Jenkins Reid. Um yeah. <laughs> but I also can't give you shit because I am realizing that Jessica Knoll has turned me into somebody who really likes like literary suspense. Yeah. Um like for instance like Don't Forget the Girl by Rebecca McKenna um yes. The Quiet Tenant.
1: Yep. Oh my Some god. Some of those
0: books like that just really like I'm like this is so much better to me than like a popcorn thriller or like yes. something that's like really fast paced and like
1: actually
0: yeah oh, and i'm different. just like oh my god like sometimes i just need something like this to like yeah prove to me okay. that like there's these authors out here that i need to discover
1: yeah it's so fun finding new ones
0: it is it is so That's i want to i want to oh, end the podcast oh, yeah, you have something I have something it was going to be my icebreaker but I liked your icebreaker more so like mine was like eh, this could be like our like we leave you with our ice closer our ice closer (laughs) um so what is one thing whether it is a a book a tv show a movie a podcast anything like what is the one thing that you are just obsessing over a little bit too much right now
1: I mean, probably, I mean, most recently the Eras tour would have to be the answer. <laughs> <laughs> oh I don't God. think it's as bad as it was, but that was like, that you was a big strong moment of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess Taylor Swift too would be what I would actually say, but what have I, podcasts though, I mm-hmm. just started listening to out and about, it's a barstool, um, mm-hmm. podcast, and it's just really fun and funny. And they talk about like pop culture shit and make fun of people. But it's also like a lot of the <laughs> podcasters I listen to, like Taylor Strecker, Hannah Berner, Claudia Oshry, they've all been doing podcasts with them. So they're kind of like all in that same oh, group. Cool. So it's like, that's how I found them. And I'm like, oh, okay. They're all fun together. So they're kind of all people that hang out in New York. Actually, all my favorite people live in New York.
0: oh my god (laughs) so that's Um, what i've been obsessed with most recently that's really funny that you say that because mine is also a podcast oh nice and the lady who does the podcast lives in indiana
1: i'm assuming it's ashley flowers (laughs) yes
0: so all of my favorite podcasters and ladies in the world live in
1: indiana (laughs) oh that's true
0: Um, so years and years ago, my friend Cindy was like, you have to listen to the Fireball episode of Crime Junkie. And I did. And I loved it. (laughs) And I was like, this is so amazing. I love how Ashley Flowers tells a story. So then I went back and I had downloaded every single episode of Crime Junkie.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's
0: over 300 there's a lot. So I am down to 20.
1: Wow. That's all you have left.
0: Yes. (laughs) Nice. So one of the episodes I was listening to today, because I've been trying to like catch up on them, like listen to them while I'm working. And Mm -hmm. now one of the things that I love that Ashley Flowers does is she does a thing called the deck, which Mm -hmm. is each cold case that is unsolved that she talks about is from a deck of playing cards because i guess what they do in prisons is they give prisoners a deck of playing cards but there's information regarding an unsolved crime on the back so if any of these prisoners know anything about one of these cold cases they can report it Mm -hmm. so in one of the episodes of prime junkie she was like this is a little bit of a different episode this is the episode about Darlene Hulse and Darlene Hulse was a housewife who had three young girls and a husband and she and the children were home one day the little girls were in the bathtub and they heard a knock at the door and they thought it was the breeder bringing them a new puppy
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and the two girls got out of the bathtub naked wet they didn't even dry off or get like dressed and they found a man attacking their mother in the living room
1: oh my god
0: and the mother was like Darlene Hulse was like run 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 so these two little girls run out of the house butt naked and Mm -hmm. they get to like their grandmother's house and they call the police and then shortly after they found the mother her dead body oh Ashley Flowers did a special podcast called The Deck Investigates
1: Mm-hmm. Doesn't isn't that a separate podcast now too? She has the deck.
0: Yes, she has okay. Crime Junkie, the deck, and then this one's called The Deck Investigates. Okay, and it's fifteen episodes about this one case, and she wow. really hones in on what happened. I mean, she talked to the girls, uh, you know, as adults, um and it couldn't have come at a better time because we were just talking about how I love when crime fiction books have that thing where this is what happens to people after a tragic event you know how like they're very character driven and they're like Mm -hmm. this is you know what my life was like it's not always about like something that's like scream or I know you did last summer it's like sometimes when things like this happen their lives are damaged and changed forever yes you know not just the people that were involved but the people surrounding them and right. she did such an amazing job of showing what these girls had to deal with growing up, knowing that this man was never caught. Yeah. It is an incredible, incredible series. And I, I cannot bet. recommend it enough. Wow. Each one is about 15 to 20 minutes. So like when you hear like 15 episodes, like don't be like, wow, that's uh, way too much. But yeah. um, yeah, so it's incredible. Hours it's incredible Mm -hmm. I listened to nine episodes of it today
1: nice like I can't stop burning through it
0: yeah it's so good so that's what I'm obsessed with um
1: that's also why you're gonna be obsessed with the hurricane blonde it very much like looks at like the aftermath
0: yes yeah yeah that's what I like really um that's what I really enjoyed. I mean, not that we can compare this to like things that have really happened or, right. you know, but that's what I've really enjoyed about um, the book, The Final Girl Support Group by mm-hmm. um, Grady Great. Hendrix, mm-hmm. because he kind of took all of these like girls who were like the ones that survived Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Scream and like things like that. They took like these stories and they were like, it's not just like, oh, we caught the killer. Like I can go on and lead a happy normal life now. Like he really did right. such a good job of showing how, like, even if something like that happens and you do survive, like you're just beyond fucked up after it. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know? So I really enjoy reading that in fiction. I mean, obviously this case is something that really happened, but mm-hmm. um it's extremely sad and it's like heartbreaking. And I, I figured, feel yeah. for these three women, but for somebody like Ashley Flowers to devote 15 episodes to make sure that this story is like given the attention and like the detail and the focus that it needs and to be like just the way that she tells a story yeah it's just so like it's so respectable respective respectable respectful
1: yeah, respectful.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh it's so respectful to Holy like journey. not only Darlene Hulse, but like her daughters and her oh yeah, her husband, you know. Like, so
1: it's just I just can't
0: stop listening to it because it's I so bet. good and it's just that she phenomenal. She's a
1: really great journalist, I guess is what you would kind of call oh it God, not yeah. storyteller in, in that sense. In, yeah.
0: She's incredible. She's just she's really also incredible. a great storyteller. <laughs> she's a great storyteller, like she sticks to the facts like there's no like fluff in her podcast you know what I mean um but yeah I just think that she's an incredible like you said journalist and her whole team they do a fantastic job so shout out to Ashley Flowers for being the incredible woman that you are and shout out to Kate the Great for being the incredible woman you are and thank you to the state of Indiana
1: (laughs) I know, that was so cute that we talked about podcasters in like the opposite states.
0: (laughs) Without planning it, might I add.
1: Yeah, we did not plan that.